0: Jared, can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, my friend. Can you hear me?
0: All righty, here we go. i looking to, uh, what is this, week four? Week four, Uh, well,
1: it's week eight in the NFL, week four for us doing our podcast together.
0: Yeah, week um, four for guys to, like us.
1: Yeah, a lot to unpack here. Um,
0: oh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah, we're going to, as we do every episode, <laughs> we're going to go through the over-unders, um, we're going to talk about our three games of the week, our fantasy teams against each other, hit on some news and notes from around the league, and then talk about our fantasy league. So you want to just get going with our over-unders? Yeah, let's
0: start it up. You got the first, um, you got the first game. You won. If you want to let the people know what the, um, tally is right now after, yes. uh, three weeks in. Yeah, after three weeks at.
1: in, I'm winning, um... 42 to 32 so i'm up by 10 right now um nick had me in the over unders last week but i had him in the snooze game um and the fantasy game so i really pulled through um put myself up by a nice little margin and i'm winning right now so the first game uh tomorrow night a thursday night football we have the carolina panthers Versus the Atlanta Falcons, the over/under is 49. The Atlanta Falcons lost in embarrassing fashion last week. Todd Gurley did not know not to score a touchdown, and Carolina
0: um lost against the Saints
1: only by three. That was a tough um, loss for
0: them. They uh, very definitely tough a loss. winnable game. It was a very much winnable game. I think if they have McCaffrey. It makes a difference, and uh, I think they could have pulled through on that one. Drew Brees is kind of looking a little iffy. Drew Brees is definitely looking a little if- iffy. Um, so
1: the way I'm looking at it is Carolina, if they get CMC back. Um,
0: I heard he's win. ruled out. I heard he's in a red practice jersey right now um, and is not looking likely to be playing this week.
1: Okay. But I will also still take them for a win because they're playing against the Atlanta Falcons. And it might be Matt Ryan's last game as an Atlanta Falcons. There's some talk around the league I saw on Twitter today that they wouldn't be shocked if they trade him to a team like the Cowboys, who need a quarterback right now, or the teams or a team like the Bears, who need a quarterback right now. Because Bears would be fun. Fools isn't it, and Trubisky is certainly not it. So. Atlanta um, right now is
0: cursed. They gotta trade um pretty much everybody besides Calvin Ridley.
1: Even Calvin Ridley, you could get a bunch of picks for. And Madden, you could,
0: but he's a good piece to kind of keep around.
1: Yeah, and Madden, I was doing um uh Falcons rebuild and I traded away. Everybody had seven first round picks, eight second round picks, three third round picks, and then like two picks from the
0: rest of it. So I got um, a question for you real quick, just before you give your over-under on this one. Yes, sir. So clearly Atlanta's cursed. Um, they've been known to blow big leads left and right. Um, is it their defense? Is it their defense that's the big the big problem here? What is it? Coaching, defense? What, I don't think it's the offense. Clearly it's not the offense. They're putting up points.
1: I agree. I think
0: it's the defense.
1: I think um, – I really think it's the defense because as someone that owns – Matt Ryan in fantasy. Um, I think it's the defense. I think that they have a weak secondary, a weak pass rush, um, and the reason that they're always blown big leads is because the offense isn't out there when the other team's on offense. It's not offense versus offense. It's offense versus defense. So the Falcons are Matt Ryan, Julio. Gurley and Ridley are usually on the bench while their defense goes out, struggles. And then Matt Ryan's got to throw for his life. He's got to throw for like 300 plus yards. And it's just, it's sad to see, but honestly, just blow it up. Get rid of Matt Ryan, get rid of Julio, send Julio to Green Bay, make them a Super wow. Bowl contender. I would love to Green see. Green Bay, it. that's where you're As- going. As an Aaron Rodgers fan, I want to see that so badly. Um, Well, I think it happened. No, because usually when they do big trades, they don't keep someone in the division. Like when the Giants traded Odell, um, they had a better deal lined up from San Francisco, but didn't want to keep him in the division, or not the division, the conference. So they sent him to Cleveland. We saw the same thing with Houston when they traded away d Hop. They didn't want to keep him in the conference. They traded him to the NFC. Um, So I think if I believe that if um, Julio's on the move, it's not to Green Bay. So my over under or the over under is 49. I have the over here. Um, I'm going to have Carolina win 35 to 31. Um, it's going to be another classic Falcons of being up, like, say, 31-28, or I think it's going to be 31-27, and Teddy Gloves going to lead it down, they're going to score, go for two to make it a four-point game, and then Matt Ryan's going to fail in the end, and then since it's a Thursday night game come Friday morning, Matt Ryan's
0: out the door to Chicago. Wow, interesting. Okay, so Atlanta stays on brand with blowing a big lead. I like it. Um, I'm going with the under, obviously. Uh, I got Panthers in this one, 27 to uh, Atlanta's 21. I think the offense kind of hits a snag here. Uh, They've been putting up points for weeks on end. They're due for a bad one.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Next game, we have um, who Atlanta lost to last week, the Detroit Lions versus the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are on a bye. We're were on a bye last week. The line is set at 50. Um, Lions looked good last week. TJ Hawkinson, very good young tight end. Um, Colts, they started off 3-1. and I believe they now have two or, or... I believe they have three losses on the schedule. They might be four and three.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds about right. And um, for this one, I'm really liking the uh, the under. Um, I think that the Colts have a good defense, so that's going to play a factor. But the way the Lions offense has been going in the emergence of sw- the running back Swift, the rookie, DeAndre Swift, I-, I think that they're going to do a little something different here. I think they win this game 27 to 20. I think Phillip Rivers goes, throws three picks, and he's just kind of – shooting himself in the foot and maybe the Colts start to think might have to come back in the mix. I like
1: it. So I saw um, on Twitter today on, it was some football thing that said trades we could see before the trade deadline. And it was uh, someone to the Colts. It was Dwayne Haskins to the Colts. So I don't know what, the Colts organization dislikes about Jacoby Brissett, but if they don't think Phillip Rivers is the guy, would they trade for Dwayne Haskins? From what I've seen of Dwayne and what I've seen of Jacoby, I'd much rather Jacoby over Dwayne,
0: but that's just me. What's the Colts beef with uh, Jacoby Brissett? I'm curious. The dude's been very serviceable. Honestly, I think he is a QB you can build around. I like the style of play. He's been known to win games. He's won games before. Um, I don't know. I feel like they just, he never really had his fair chance. Like, sure, last year he played. Um, they had a good, a good record, though, no? They did, and he was
1: hurt last year. Um, well, he got hurt for, I think, a couple weeks. So I think that they panicked and they go, oh, he was hurt, so let's change it up and get Phillip Rivers in here. But Philip Rivers didn't elevate them like they thought he would. If anything, he downgraded them. Um, He's a pick machine. He Exactly. He's a pick machine, and I think it was just a really dumb thing to do to bring him in. Um, but with that being said, I agree with you. I don't know what the beef is against um, Jacoby. I think Jacoby's a very good young quarterback. Um, for our listeners out there, we are going to do – we're going to go through – quarterbacks in the league that we would want to start a franchise with. And I would say Jacoby's in the top
0: 15. I think I could build a very good team around Jacoby. I completely agree. And if I'm the Cowboys, I think you call for Jacoby Brissett. Yes. You know what I mean? You can get him for probably pretty damn cheap. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm calling for either Jacoby or Jameis Winston. Yeah. Two young guys that um, they still have, I think they still have a lot to prove. And they have – they've shown glimpses of positives always. They got some negatives naturally. Every QB does, but they're still young. Let them, let them go play a little bit. I think the Cowboys let can also – yeah, I think the Cowboys um, – it's a low-risk, low, low high-reward play for them if they go for exactly. Winston or Jacoby. I, I think that would also be fun to watch. So you went with the under. I'm going to go with the over here. I'm going to have
1: Lions 31-28. to 28. It's going to be like the game we talked about before where um, I think the Colts will be up 28 to 24 Lions put it up to 31 28 and then Philip Rivers comes down, throws a pick ends the game. And then that's when the questions start bubbling up. Is Philip Rivers, the guy to lead us to the promised land? I don't think he is. Yeah. Next, we have Packers versus Vikings. The line is 54.5. Uh, Packers came off of a very good win last week. They needed it. Um, it. And the Vikings were on a bye, but the last time we saw the Vikings was a heartbreaking loss in Seattle. I have the Packers winning this one. I'm going to go... With the under, I'm going to go Packers 31 to Vikings 21. Um Packers, you know, when we talk about the Browns later, I'm going to bring something up, but I guess I'll bring it up now. Because I was watching Colin Coward Monday, and he goes, we should not be praising Baker because when you play a team like Cincinnati, you should win handedly. Mm-hmm. And the Packers have only played bad teams. The only team they beat, or the only team that they play that wasn't a bad team was the bucks and they got smoked killed but the packers have another bad team this week against the vikings and colin's point was we should not be praising baker because when you play teams like cincinnati you should win but it made me think then why did we praise tom brady all those years when he was going up against Miami, the Jets, and the whoa, Bills. Oh, easy now. There is no praise. That's all I, he no, also no. brought
0: Super Bowls to the town. Yeah, he brought Super Bowls he
1: did. to the city. He did, and that's what Colin said. He said Tom Brady won in February when it mattered. But the thing is, is Baker never had a good coach. He has a very good coach now, and I think the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. We saw Mike McCarthy in Dallas. We're seeing why he's not he wasn't the reason why the Packers
0: succeeded. Yeah, the players are up in arms in Dallas right now seeing the coach and staff sucks. There's no respect there. So clearly Mike McCarthy isn't all as as good as you think he'd be. Exactly. And so all I'm saying is
1: the teams don't pick their schedule. Rodgers isn't saying, oh, let me play good teams to prove it. No, he's not saying that. He's just beating up on the bad teams like we expect good quarterbacks to do. Yeah. So I have the Packers winning
0: this one 31-21. I'm going with the under. Okay, cool. Um, I'm really liking the over for this game. I think Cook comes back this week. He didn't play in that Seattle game. Then he's got a bye week. So he's two weeks two weeks fresh right now. Um, I think he comes back, makes his presence known. I guess the Packers might be playing without Aaron Jones again. He's in question at the moment as well. Uh, it's nothing, yes. nothing crazy. I, they're just really just – being safe with them as they should be uh, against what a viking scene has one win um uh, makes sense if they hold them out here Devonte adams dude's an animal had a crazy career game last week uh, i got the over on this one 38 for the packers to a 33 for the vikings packers keep rolling against bad teams i like it who do you got or for the next game we got bills versus pats okay um i got a lot of
1: the line is 44 and I'm glad that you get the one you get to be the one to kick it off because I want to hear what you have to say about your beloved new England franchise. Um,
0: So clearly, <laughs> clearly we're struggling. There's just no offense going on right now. Four interceptions in one game is unacceptable. That is just piss poor QB play we have there's no wide receivers out there doing anything our o-line's banged up our run game is like mediocre at best but when you have an o-line that's just completely demolished and injured you're not going to get anything out of that um the defense is just continually to uh get shredded not the secondary secondary looks good as always but um we have another injury at the linebacker core which we were already lacking on with all of our opt-outs and stuff so <laughs> Just not not liking anything about the Pats right now. I think we're gonna be sellers come the trade deadline. I'm hearing Gilmore's house is up for sale potentially in New England, so again, we, we'll get a good amount back for him. Uh, where he goes is a good question. I don't know. Uh, Buffalo also is coming off a very ugly win against a Jets team that is yet to get a win. Um, it was a game of field goals for the most part, which was interesting. Yes, uh, I guess. I heard Buffalo was having a lot of uh, COVID-19 issues with the tight end position. A lot of tight ends um, were out that game due to COVID-19 issues, but uh, I'm taking the under here. I think it's uh, Bills 21 to the Pats 14. Um, Belichick will figure out how to get on the board here and there and keep it a close one, but in the end, I I got the Bills with this one. So Cam had covid um, We
1: all know that. Hasn't been the same since. Hasn't <sighs> been the same. And um, a film breakdowner broke down Cam's footwork, said it's very sloppy. A side effect of COVID is foggy brain, where for a couple weeks after, they don't think the same. I think with the Pats, and um, for me... Growing up in New England, not being a New England fan, New England was always on the TV. Watching it for 20 years, I always said, I would love to see what Bill would do without Tom and what Tom would do without Bill. This year, we're being able to see it. And Tom's great. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Bill's great. He's the greatest coach of all time. But what I will say is this year, you can't rate either of them because... Tom went to a team with so many weapons. I want to see Tom. I want Tom to prove his greatness on a team that doesn't have Mike Evans, that doesn't have Chris Godwin, and in a week or two won't have Antonio Brown. I want him to prove his greatness because when his last couple years in New England, he was throwing to Edelman, Amendola for a couple years, and last year it was Nikhil Harry and Ryan Izzo. I want to see Tom on a team with not that many weapons because I want him to prove his greatness this way or that way. I want bill. I don't think you can judge bill on this year because he's playing, he's coaching a team that had no off season with a new quarterback with cam Newen. they're also, he's also a defensive mastermind and their defense, half of them opted out. So I don't think he, most so of you, them, I, mean, I don't they think lost you can judge starters. or judge bill. So I'm glad you went with the under because I think this is going to be a very high scoring game. I think the Pats win 31 to 28. I'm taking the Pats here. I just, I love it. I don't think, I don't think they go two and six. Cause they're two and five right now. Right. That's interesting. Two no, and four. No, okay. Two and four. Um, yes, they're two and four. I don't think they go two and five. I don't, I, I don't see that happening.
0: The Jets already uh, have it. Um, That's where I'm at. I
1: just don't Mm. see it happening. I think Pats win this one. Like you said, Bills looked messy last week. Bills looked messy the week before against the Chiefs. Bills looked messy the week before against the Titans. The last three weeks, Bills have not looked the same. Neither have the Pats. But I think Cam's going to come back. He's playing for his starting job right now. I have the Pats winning 31 to 28. Next one we have Titans versus Bengals. Titans came off their first loss of the season, um, and Joe Burrow played great last week, but it was a heartbreaking loss against Cleveland in the Battle of Ohio. I have Titans getting the bounce back win. The line is fifty four point five. I have the, I have the over, and I have the Titans winning. 35, 35 to 24 I think Bengals, I have I think the Titans defense is too good but I also think that Joe Burrow will find a way to get in the end zone I have it 35 24
0: I like it. I'm kind of on the same line. I got the uh, – so with the under, I got them just missing by 0. .5. I got Titans 30, Bengals 24. I agree. The Bengals have a lot of weapons for uh, Burrows, So he's going to find the end zone a couple times. But um, the Titans just look really good. Uh, Tannehill's playing at an elite level. Um, Something like that, honestly, you just think of how he played in Miami, and you'd be like, no way, this is the guy leading – this Titans team putting up these types of numbers. He's doing really well. Um, I like the Titans a lot. That was a a comeback loss last week. Um, The Steelers defense is the real deal, though. Yeah, I think also with
1: Tannehill, you just look at the ghost of Adam Gase. People that succeed without Adam Gase is just tremendous. Um, Next game, we have Browns Mm
0: -hmm. versus Raiders. The line is 54. Who do you like here? Oh, I am loving the Browns in this one. Again, America's team, Odell goes down and they just play better. Uh, makes sense. I I feel like Odell can kind of be a locker room cancer at times. Um, Baker's cooking, though. Uh, Raiders, they got smacked around last week by uh, Tampa. That defense is the real deal, but uh, the Browns defense is pretty good as well. So I got the under. I got um, – I got Brown scoring twenty or at thirty to uh the like twenty it. on this one. Um, so Baker's playing the real
1: deal, like you said. Um, and I think there has to be something said about how without Odell, Baker plays better because I think without Odell. All the, oh, I have to pass to my star wide receiver to make him happy. That goes out the window, and Baker can just ball. Raiders were in the game for a little bit last week until Tom Brady pulled away. You went with the under? Correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, did you go with the under? Can you hear me? I'm going to go with the over here. I think yeah, Brown's I'm improved under. to 6 and 2. Um Baker plays great. I have the score being 34 to 31. Um I have a lot of 31s on the board this week, but I have the hmm. I think um, that's an interesting number where we come up to around like 28 and then kick a field goal to make it 31 and then they kick another field goal to make it 34 Um, and yeah I think the Raiders just lose and start like I said a couple weeks ago questioning whether or not Derek Carr's the guy and then questioning whether or not John Gruden's the guy I think you really have to put those two into question next game I'd say Derek Carr goes
0: first though. Especially because they, they signed they move John Biden on coach. for
1: ten years. So yeah. they definitely will make the move.
0: Exactly. They got they got Mariota. Why not fucking throw him in the ring, see what he's got. Excuse
1: me, I agree. Um I would love to see Mariota out there. Next week we or after that, we have Chiefs versus Jets. The line is at forty eight. I'm going with the under here. I think Jets I think Chiefs win 28 to 10. This game screams similarities to last week's or last year's week 2 where the Chiefs beat the Raiders 28 to 10 where in the first quarter Raiders got up 10 nothing and then Patrick Mahomes in the second quarter scored four through for four touchdowns and then it was in the second half, they're like, oh, we'll just pound it out. I think that the Chiefs will get up to a comfortable lead and then just be like, fuck it, forget it. We're playing against a wee football team and stop trying. So I have Chiefs 28, Jets 10.
0: Okay, this is where – I'm actually happy you took the under because I disagree with you. I think that this is uh, Bell's revenge game, and they're going to really – pound the rock with Bell. Bell's going to get two touchdowns in this game. They're going to score 34 points to uh the Jets 17. Sure they're going to crush them, but once they uh once the air attack wears off, they're going to just give it to Bell and I think Bell's going to have a huge game. It's going to be um just like a kind of like a comeback game. It's going to be like, "Damn, you really let this guy go for game. I like that. that. I like that Maybe a lot. He's going to punch it in twice.
1: Next game we have Rams versus Dolphins. Rams came off of a nice Monday night win and the Dolphins came off of um, a buy with a new quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, the line is forty six point five. Who do you like here?
0: All right, so I am taking the under. I got a twenty four seventeen. Wow! Upset pick of the week, Dolphins. Um, two is gonna, yep. Two is gonna come out. He's gonna sling the rock left and right. Put put on an absolute show. Um, they're going to they're gonna like uh, basically tell the critics, hey, I'm the real deal. Uh, Fitzpatrick got benched for a reason here, and they're going to knock off the Rams and start to uh, head to the first, I first like place it. in the um, for uh the, I was also going to go
1: with the under, so this is a hard case for the over. But what we saw the Dolphins do two weeks ago against um, the – 49ers where they put up 42 I think they can do that again because the Rams run a very similar defense to the 49ers and who was the defensive coordinator for the Pats when the Pats beat the Rams in the Super Bowl exactly so um, I think Brian Flores Flores is going to remember how to stop Sean McVay's offense I'm going with the over here Dolphins I agree with you too is going to shut up Make everyone shut up and be like, yes, it's sad. Ryan Fitzpatrick was heartbroken, but they chose me for a reason. I have the Dolphins winning 42 to 21. I don't think this game is close. I think Rams get a couple of garbage time touchdowns, but I truly don't think it's close. I think Dolphins hang up a bunch. And then with the Bills losing this week, the Dolphins climb to the number one spot in the AFC East. Somewhere they haven't been since 2011, nine years ago. So, yeah, I love. I have the Dolphins winning this game, and then people will start questioning: Is Jared Goff the guy?
0: Just (laughs) yet. You good? Oh, did I lose you?
1: Nope, still here. We got Saints versus Bears next. Linus, 47. Who do you like? Actually, this is mine. And since it seems like you're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Um,
0: yeah, this one's you.
1: Yep, I'll this talk one's you on it. That. Yes. That's okay. Um, questions on whether or not Mike Thomas will be back this week is up in the air. Thomas, real quick. Uh, but the Bears, they can't figure it out, and um, this might be Nick Foles' last game, as we talked about earlier. Matt Ryan might be going to the Bears. Um, I'm going with the over here. Just by one, I have the Saints winning twenty-eight to thirty-one. Um or 28 to 21. Um just because the Saints don't look like the same without Mike Thomas and the Bears suck, so I think it's gonna be kind of a low-scoring game. Uh 28-21 isn't high scoring, but I have the Saints winning this game 28 Okay, I
0: really like the under for this one just because uh penalties on that Bears and, and just the stagnant play from the Bears offense in general. Um, I think that's going to play a factor. And they got, they got no run game from what it looked like the last couple of weeks here. So I got Saints 24, Bears 14. But can we just talk on Thomas briefly? So, yes. There's all these rumors coming out where he's fighting teammates. And now he's got, what, a, a strained hamstring or something? Is that what we're hearing? And uh, still ankle. The ankle. I thought he had another injury. Oh, yes. What's up with this guy? Will he touch the field again this year? I mean. Um,
1: I hope he does, but if he doesn't, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets traded. At this point, I wouldn't be
0: shocked either. The dude really hasn't been doing much of anything. and just been, honestly, just causing conflict. Problems.
1: I think he's like the next AB. Wow,
0: that'd be something else
1: not the not the like off the field drama but the starts getting in fights in the locker room asks for a trade goes to a team and i think if mike thomas does get traded he'd actually play for that team so that's why i wouldn't be shocked that if he gets traded i think he'll still play for the team unlike ab when he got traded to the raiders mm-hmm. yeah he didn't I, play. I agree
0: it's just an interesting um, story with michael thomas Coming off the season he had last year to where he's at now. It's just yeah, I don't know, weird. You don't really see this. You don't. It is very weird.
1: Um, but it's it's interesting. I love drama. Uh oh, so yeah, this 12, is a great fun. drama you know to I mean? watch. Yeah, very fun. Um uh, next game we have Seahawks versus San Fran. Line is fifty-four. This is
0: yours. Uh, I like the under. I got uh Hawks putting up thirty. San Fran, 24. They just missed the over by basically it's a push. So I believe um, that, that hits the under usually. And San Fran, yeah, they killed New England, but they it was New England at the end of the day. Jimmy G still threw two interceptions, didn't hit a touchdown in the end zone. Kind of suspect QE play still. Uh, his percentage rate or his completion rate looked really well, but still, like, I don't know. Two interceptions. That's those are two turnovers. At the end of the day, I, I just think it's very suspect still with that guy. Uh, Seahawks. They're battling a couple injuries. They just traded for uh, Carlos Dunlap to booster the yeah boost up the defense a little bit. So that's a good trade for them. Um, yeah, I think Seahawks keep rolling. Tough loss last week though. Very tough. I agree with you, but I like the
1: over here a lot because. Seahawks have a bad defense. San Fran hung up a lot of points last week. And if Kyle Shanahan knows how to dissect a bad defense, he'll do it against Seahawks' bad defense. I love the over here. I have Seahawks winning 42 to 34. Love the over here. I think it's just going to be a shootout. Um, between Russ and Kyle Shanahan, I'm not going to say Russ versus Jimmy G because I don't think Jimmy G is the biggest asset on the 49ers. I think it's Shanahan, and then after Shanahan, it's like their defense. So, um, yeah, I have Seahawks just beating them in an eight score game, and yeah, I mean. It's not going to be a lot of defense. I think it's going to be a whole lot of It's a big divisional
0: matchup. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see. And then speaking of divisional matchups, (laughs) the next game, Eagles versus Dallas. This is a who cares matchup, to be honest. I don't fucking give a shit about any of these guys. It's literally the shittiest matchup ever. The whole NFC East should just be banned. Um, (laughs) Like It's just brutal, (laughs) dude. I have no interest in watching any of this game. But well, hey, we're gonna talk about it 43 and a half. What do you got? I got, got the over, <laughs> Interesting. Man. I got, er... Whoa, you no, said it though. Under. I don't know, man. You taking it back? Final answer under.
1: No, I'll go I'll go okay, over just because right. I did say it. I'll go over. I got I got Eagles. 28 to 17. Um, I think Dallas will get a couple of late, late touchdowns. Um, I mean, the Eagles almost lost last week if it wasn't for um, just miss messy play by the Giants. But I got Eagles 28, 17, um, which actually would actually put me at the under at 43. Oh, shit. Okay. So you got the under on this one.
0: Okay. All yeah, right, I got right. the under. Um, okay. It's really tough to make a case for the over here just because the Eagles lost two of their uh, best weapons on offense to injury with Ertz and Miles Sanders and then Dallas is playing with the third string QB. I don't know, is Andy on the back? Who who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm going to go like Eagles 24 to uh Dallas's 20 i guess i mean i don't know how anybody's going to put up that amount of points for either of these teams but like they're just going to figure it out just hitting the over
1: i guess yeah
0: this is a very oh, absolute like total crap shoot
1: all right next we got chargers versus broncos uh drew lock yep. versus herbert um Linus, 45. Herbert's looking phenomenal. I love Uh, the Chargers, and I
0: love the over. I got Chargers, 34. 20. Um, Denver got killed last week. A couple nice plays here and there, but still against – they played the Chiefs, sure. But, um, yeah, so they're going to put up 20. Chargers, rookie QB, Herbert looking amazing. He's just going to air it out, have an absolute day. Uh, Drop 34 on Denver's head. Nice. I like it. Um I was a big fan of Drew Locke
1: coming into this year. Uh we saw what he did last year. He went four for one as a starter. Um, but since then has only won one game as a starter since then. Um he only threw one touchdown this year. So I like the under here. I have Chargers winning 31 to 4. 13, uh, put me at 44 for the under. Herbert's looking great, man. And if it wasn't for a couple of of crazy things, he'd have more than just one win on his record. But I have Chargers winning this game, 31-13. Next game, we have another divisional game in the Ravens versus Steelers. Line is 48.5. Sunday night football couldn't get better than this. And this is my pick. I'm going with the over, man. I mean, Steelers can beat you with their defense, their pass, or their run. I like the Steelers here to stay undefeated. I have it 38 to 35 against the Ravens. Alrighty, I like it.
0: Um, for the under, I got the Ravens taking this one, 24 to 21 uh rims come off the bye week i think that they were embarrassed after that big matchup against kansas city so i think they're going to use this as um just like all right here we go guys we have another huge matchup primetime game we really got embarrassed last time we were at showcase on a level like that let's go out there have a game knock down the undefeated steelers don't get me wrong love the steelers i think their defense is the real deal uh Roethlisberger still throwing interceptions though last week he had a couple I mean that's always been a problem for him and I think that is going to be the difference in this game um Roethlisberger just makes a couple suspect throws goes the other way turnover on downs all that fun stuff it's gonna be a great game though I really am looking forward to that one I got Ravens taking it
1: nice um all right Monday Night Football we got Bucks versus Giants line is 47 Um,
0: yeah this is Easy on the over. Um, Brady has totally found his money man, Gronk, again. Gronk's back. They're going to air it out. It's going to be a really good one for Brady. He's going to drop 40 uh, to the Giants' 17. That's a generous 17. Um, So, yeah, that's all I got. Giants are dead in the water, I believe. But after last week, they had an opportunity to really control the vision and let it slip, just like how Daniel Jones let it slip.
1: Before getting in the end zone. Uh, um, one stat I heard that I loved is Tom Brady is four and three against the Giants, and Daniel Jones is one and zero against Tampa Bay. Interesting. Am I going with the Giants here? That Uh might be. Um, we'll have to just stay tuned. (sighs) Bucks are rolling, man! I got bucks. You went with the over. I'm going to go with the under. I got Bucks 42 to Alrighty. zero. Let's see. All right, yeah. I like it. All right, you want ready yeah, for Yeah, let's uh, start with the uh, snoozer. Snooze? All right, so this is my pick. Um, I am going with...
0: Eagles, Dallas. Yeah, I, I I hear that one. Um, but I I like that a lot. It's two shit teams. Like, who cares? But this is where I think they'll get you. It's a divisional matchup, and it's still a battle of who can absolutely be worse (laughs) in that division. So I think that's why that will be uh, not the snooze game. I got Chiefs Jets for the snooze game.
1: It's a great game. That's also a great snooze game. All right, ready for – do you want to do upset Um, or favorite? Yeah, I'll do the
0: favorite. So, for the favorite, I'm going with uh, the intense rivalry of the Ravens and Steelers. They got the primetime scene going. They got two really good teams, two really good defenses, uh, great offenses. I mean, this is just – it's going to be a great game overall. I don't see how this won't be a good one. So, that's my favorite of the week.
1: And for me, I'm going with another divisional rival. I got Seahawks versus San Fran. Like for that. my favorite of the week. And for my upset. <sighs> I'm going with Dolphins. Yeah. First Honestly,
0: that's my pick as well. I got the, I told you early on, I got the Dolphins winning this one, and that's yeah, that's my upset as well.
1: Nice. Um, all right. So we got our fantasy teams next. Do you want
0: um first pick here?
1: Yeah, oh, you beat sure. me last week in the fantasy ranking, pick.
0: so you can go first.
1: All right, my QB. I'm going with Tom Brady. <sighs> that was my pick.
0: <laughs> Nicely done, though.
1: Thank you. I mean, he's just playing against a a
0: no, very bad football team. makes a lot, of sense. It makes a lot of sense. It's hard, hard to go against that. Um, for my pick, I am going with... Let's see. I'll go with Russell Wilson.
1: I like it. My second pick was going to be Baker because Baker plays great hmm. without Odell, but yeah, go with the goat, Thomas. But uh, no, Thomas I get Edward it. I Brady, get that. Makes sense. Who uh, who do you like for running back? Um, this for week? running backs
0: this week, I have to go with. I'm at a toss up right now. This will be my second running back if you don't pick this person. But I'm going with Derrick Henry for my first one. The king I is like back. It. The king is here. He's arrived. He's going to keep on the rock. All righty.
1: For my running back, uh, you mentioned him earlier. It's a little revenge game for him, uh, Mr. Le'Veon Bell.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a really, really good pick. All righty, mate. Who do you got next? Let's see. Um... Your RB two. Give me, give me Cream Hunt. I'm going to take Hunt this week. Okay.
1: Who for my RB two? Who do I like?
0: Mm mm mm.
1: It's tough, man. Yeah, no, I haven't really think about it. I'm going to go with... uh, I'm going to go with... Fuck. (sighs) I don't want to go with him. I'm going to go... with Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins. Ah, okay. Yeah, I figured, you know, they're playing the Rams, like I said. I think Dolphins are going to put up 40. Going with Miles Gaskin. I like him. For my wide receiver one, I'm going with mm-hmm. DK Metcalf. Um, Last week was the Tyler Lockett show. I'm going to switch
0: it up and go with DK. I like it. Uh, I'm going with Justin Jefferson from uh, Minnesota this week. I'm a huge I like fan it. of him. I like that a lot.
1: All right, for your R- or wide receiver two, who
0: is it? Uh, wide receiver two. Uh, let's let's say. Uh, I think I'm going to go with um, Cooper Cup. Wow! Yeah, let's on this one.
1: All right, for my wide receiver, too, as I said, I think that this game was going to be a shootout. Uh, I got care, Stephon Diggs. I think um, I think he's going to get targeted. I mean, Jets have – or Bills have looked really bad lately. Uh, I got Stephon Diggs going up against the Pats. Weak in secondary. And for my tight end – I got to go with the man himself, oh, okay. Mr. George Kittle. He's going up against a very bad defense in Seattle. George Kittle this week. Big. All right, I'm going uh,
0: Gronk. I think he's going to keep up his uh, touchdowns. He's what? He's found the end zone the last two games. I think he may. I th- yeah, I believe this is going to be game yeah, three. Yeah, I think right so. And he's going to have a big one.
1: And hey, what a, what a better game to go game exactly. three against the New York Giants. All right, for my for your flex, flex I'm going with who, who got? Uh,
0: Detroit's running back DeAndre Swift. I like it as someone
1: that owns him in fantasy. I like that pick a lot. Um, for my flex, I'm gonna go with Mister Juju Smith Schuster because I think it's just gonna be a shootout, and uh, I think he's gonna put up a lot of points. And for my defense of the week,
0: ah, got to go mine. with the
1: Chiefs going against going against the Jets. Got to right. go with uh, the Chiefs. I'll take
0: the Chargers against Denver.
1: Interesting. Not the Bucks. No, I got yeah, I got Chargers here. All right. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> oh, excuse me. All right, so. Want to get into some of uh, our fantasy league talk?
0: Definitely. Let's get after it. All right. You you want to talk a little bit? A huge trade was made this week by none other than myself and um, a member by the name of Jake. Um, Let me just pull up this exact trade just so I can read it off to everybody. Where is it? I'm in the recent. Okay. So I trade Alshon Jeffrey, George Kittle. Brandon Cooks, Nick Chubb for Hayden Hurst, Devontae Parker, Chase Edmonds, and Todd Gurley. You hear that trade, and people were up in arms. I was, My head was called. They were calling for my – to be banned out of the league. I mean, everything under the sun. It was just – it was a big one. It was uh, very interesting. Everyone's angry. But here's what's – Alshon Jeffrey may never play again. Who knows? Dude hasn't played yet. He was my last pick anyways in uh, the draft, so who cares? He's useless. George Kittle, that's George Kittle, number two tight in the league. It's whatever. Brandon Cooks, top 20 receiver, not that big of a deal. Nick Chubb, he's a great running back, but Kareem Hunt's really taken over for the Browns, and I think Chubb's going to come back, and I don't think he's going to get the reps he was getting prior to injury. And Kareem Hunt's also used as the, pass, the passing um, running back as well. He's getting a lot of looks uh, in that aspect of the game. I don't think Chubb is going to be the same player. So I unloaded it for Todd Gurley, who's a top 10 running back currently this year. I think he's really turned back the clock. He's figured his, uh, figured his game back out again and kind of has a good thing going with Atlanta. So I got a top 10 running back uh, back in Gurley. Chase Edmonds is taking over as the number one running back or Arizona, and he's also been used in the passing game. So I, I really think Chase Edmonds is going to boom. Hayden Hurst is just a serviceable tight end. Devontae Parker, I believe, is interchangeable with Brandon Cooks. And I think with Tua playing QB now, he's going to be to his number one. So that was my thought process on that. Obviously, it's a boom or bust trade. I'm banking on Chubb not coming back and being the same player and also just not getting the same opportunities he was getting before. Uh, Kittle will hurt, obviously. Um, Brandon Cooks, he's a, I, he really is a boomer boss player. I think I've already got uh, his best game out of the way. Same with Kittle. Kittle, he had a 40-point game. Was it 40 or 50 points? I don't know, but it, it was – yeah, he had – I think he had his best uh, game 40. already. Uh, don't get me wrong, he's still going to have those games of 20 and 30. Maybe he touches 40 again, but that's my thought process on that deal. Um, I wasn't going to win the league with – the team I had prior. So I kind of just had to, I had to get a little, little creative here, maybe too creative and shoot me in the foot, but we'll see. I think this is, will all play out over time. What's your thoughts? I think, um,
1: as the commissioner of the league, I understand where you were coming from. I do. I think what just sucks is like you traded those players to the best team. The team he traded it to was seven and O. um, And I think it's just personally, I think the trade I offered you was much better. Um, and I don't remember it off the top of my head and I don't want to close out of the app to see because it might just delete it, but it was Antonio Gibson, Mike Thomas, um, Henry Ruggs, And I think someone else for Kittle cooks and Naeem Hines. um, and I think it's just what pained other people was like the fact that the best team in the league got stronger. And um, it was a move equivalent to KD going to the Warriors. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Um, best team just got stronger. And uh, it is very high risk, uh, but it's a very high reward for both you and Jake. But I think what Jake's thought process is, is if Chubb doesn't come back for three to four weeks, I can lose three to four weeks. He's seven and oh, he can go to seven and three or seven and four or eight and three. Um, And then once Chubb comes back, it's not like they're just going to be riding with Kareem Hunt. He's going to be splitting time because Chubb is still a great back. Um, He got Kittle. And this week, I don't know if you saw the injured list for the 49ers, but it's three of their wide receivers and three of their running backs. So I think Kittle's going to eat um, Brandon cooks. There's off. There's talks about Will Fuller being traded. So then Brandon cooks would be the number one target in Houston. Um, I guess the green Bay Packers, if they can't get uh, Julio, they're very interested in Will Fuller. So that just elevates uh, cooks stock. Um, and Alshon, you're right. He may never play again, but getting cooks, getting Kittle alone, just put Jake's team over the top. And then Todd Gurley, I think he's a huge flight risk. The last two years we have seen how his knees have affected him down the stretch. So yes, he's been putting up points, but he's done, he's done that every year. He's been putting up points. I don't know. Last year year, he was down at the end. In
0: general, I don't think he was a factor at all last year.
1: I'd have to look at his points, but if I remember correctly, he I think he was a factor. Um, Devontae Parker, I think it's going to take some time for him and Mr. Tua Tagovailoa to get a connection. And then also... Chase Edmonds, I just don't trust running backs in Cliff Kingsbury's scheme because he's a very pass-heavy guy. So I think it's just very high risk, very high uh-huh. reward. Thank Obviously, you. you won't be kicked out, but I think you just—I think you could have gotten more for who
0: you gave. Yeah, up no, to. I but understand. that is just my, I just think I was looking to make a. Uh, yeah, pretty much, and it, this is going to be one where it'll all, it'll it'll set itself out over time and I'm, I'm banking on a lot of things that happen.
1: <laughs> it was, it's interesting, man, but, um, I think that's all I got.
0: Wait, what was that? Sorry, you broke up for a second.
1: I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I think that's that all I got for uh,
0: the episode.
1: All righty. Sounds good. Well, Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you uh, next week.